0: Alrighty. We are officially live here. Oh my goodness. We already have two people. Three, two, well, three, including me. Hi,
1: hi, Jackie. Hello, hello.
0: Today has been one heck of a day. I'll tell ya. Yo, yo. (laughs) Hello, hello, guys. Come on in, babe. Alrighty. Hello, Serena. Oh, my God. What a day. What a day. Now, before I get into any of this, I'm going to tell you guys a few things that have kind of transpired today. But uh, basically, remember how we were wanting to get the YouTube channel going? Well, unfortunately, that's going to have to wait for a brief moment. But with that being said, we're trying to transfer our TikTok account so that we separate them. So one TikTok account will be all about mediumships and, you know, just regular stuff, like people that have lost their partners, their moms or dads in in regular manners. And then we're going to have the podcast side, which is going to be all case-related. So now we have a whole new TikTok to take care of. And uh, it's been interesting trying to get people over there. And it hasn't been so good. So far, we've had, like, I think three weeks, it'll be, yeah, three weeks today we opened that TikTok. Well, today Landon and I had to go out, which we'll talk about here in a brief moment, but before we went out, I had spent the evening yesterday creating this video to post today, (laughs) and it went viral, which is great, but it was also stressful. (laughs) When the viral videos go viral, it, it gives me anxiety to the highest degree. It's good for the numbers, but it's, shitty for you know the crappy comments (laughs) so I try very hard to stay out of all that nonsense Um, but I'm learning there's no manual that comes with viral videos to teach you how to handle it so um, good news we're moving in the right direction we're almost at the 5k mark which is great so next goal is 10k on that side of things
1: now with that being said oh go ahead babe I was just gonna say, welcome everybody coming in. Hello, Miss DIY, Tabitha, Kate, everybody, Danielle, coming in, come in, come in, come in. Yes, the new TikTok
0: is more special and relatable to you as well. Yes, I agree. I feel like I see more of who you are. Yes, I. That is my absolute goal. I want to. Sh- I want to bear it all in the in the you know the things that I do want to bear all in relation to, um, what we do. I want my personality, Landon's personality to shine through. Like, there's so much, there's so many layers of the two of us. So that is our goal. So I appreciate you noticing that as well.
1: A lot of people do ask us frequently, like, you know, some people who are, like, our big followers, like, what else do you guys do as hobbies and stuff? So we try to also put some of that out there because I know what Liz does is amazing. It's great. It's wonderful. It really is. But there's more than that to us than just that, you know, Liz does do this as a full-time job, but you know, we also like have other interests and stuff like that. Yes, absolutely. If you guys are not, whoever is not on our new TikTok account for our podcast for this podcast, please go over there and join that. Hello, Pinky, Yola, Erin. Hello, hello, hello. Also loving the event, Advent calendar. Yes, I I enjoy doing the Advent calendars as well.
0: We've got another one coming. He's got a WWE one coming. It'll be here by next Tuesday, I'm hoping, probably even sooner. Fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed I only have two days left on this calendar. It's terrible.
0: I know I should have ordered it a few days earlier, but I have been so busy. Um, But basically, we've been beyond busy. And we're going to actually share something here that we have yet to share on TikTok. um, But you guys will be the first to know. So like I had mentioned earlier, because we aren't able to do the YouTube channel, we figured that whilst we're traveling around, because Landon and I have already started traveling uh, slowly, quietly (laughs) along the USA here, little by little, not crazy traveling, just a little by little, inches really. Um, But anyways, we decided um, the other day we were kind of driving through Orlando, Florida yes, Orlando, Florida. And we were driving through and I had felt this spirit reach out to me. And I was like, what the hell? And she's like, help me, help me solve my case. And I was like, oh my God. So I, I turned to landing and I'm like, okay, we need to come back here in the next couple of days because somebody's calling out to me. And He's like, yep, we're going to do it. Let's do it. We'll record it. We'll record it for the TikTok account. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's do it. We'll keep certain things out of it. And you know, we've got this whole plan. So that's what we plan to do. So we went home that night and I had started to do some research and had found out that we were in and around the area of where Jennifer Cassie had basically vanished into thin air. And that is who I felt was pulling me forward. So we decided today to just give it a whirl. Now we did record us going out. This, it's going to take us a minute, kind of like the podcast to get a handle on it, but, uh, we did get some footage and, uh, in this video, we do end up, um, going to where she lived, but we went across the street because it's a gated community, which is so crazy to me. And then we took footsteps of where she told us to go. So we went one way and then we went another way. And yes, in this video, I do go right to the place that I do feel like her body may be. So I'm hoping something comes of that. It it was very nerve wracking. Um, but we're gonna to try to do more of that as we carry on. And we're probably gonna do that more on TikTok until we get
1: the opportunity
0: to do YouTube.
1: Yes, it was an awesome experience. It was awesome to do it. Um, the thing is, is a lot of people what's what's funny is like Liz gets the jitters doing this kind of stuff, being up close and personal. So just like our podcast when we first started that it may be a little weird I guess you would say would be the word like it may sound a little weird but she as she goes on and she starts becoming a little more comfortable it's like you do this for a living and then bam you're like on camera all eyes on you right there like let's go magic hat come on like that's you know, party trick. That's what everybody wants all the time. But as we went along, like I said, she got, she got more comfortable and sadly there's going to be some sad parts to this uh, episode. If we do it on the podcast, like it's just, it's just a sad, sad ending.
0: Yeah, it is sad. And it's uh, Jennifer Cassie is who we're referring to. And, um, it is a, it is a sad sad situation um totally but the the good news is, is i feel like we're we're getting somewhere so i'm hoping I'm hoping we can shed some light on some stuff. I even dropped some names, name dropping. So we like
1: when Liz does that. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot in this episode. There's name dropping. We got streets. We got different things like that they'll see. There's a few different things they're going to see, which is great. Yes, we like weird. Yeah, we like weird too. But I mean like weird how people were like critiquing us from the very beginning, like would be like you guys sound very robotic you sound like you're reading off of a script you don't sound comfortable and all this like whereas now we try to be we've been doing it for a while so we're a little bit more comfortable doing it a little bit more able to talk and whatnot without sounding robotic or anything so it's like when you're on camera though when we're doing the podcast we're not on camera we just have mics in front of our face we're staring at like our crap in our house like you know we're not we're not out in public the other thing is is as Liz has mentioned many times which a lot of people ask us is like oh do you ever just want to talk to somebody or a spirit when you're out in public do you know how damn hard that is do you know how many people are out in public (laughs) there is a lot of people in this video alone it took Liz at least 10 minutes to say one sentence because every two seconds we had a helicopter a plane a person a car a motorcycle a pregnant women (laughs) like all kinds of stuff just like all around like what the heck you know she's trying to channel this one specific spirit and uh try to talk to her try to get her story out there try to follow her and the streets were not quiet whatsoever no matter what we tried to do we could not find any sort of silence until we were at the very last location This location is pretty uh, excluded. Like, it's very seclusive. It's very, um, you know, definitely where you would probably put a body 1,000% down here, 1 million percent, because there ain't nowhere else you're putting that, Uh, especially where we were in the area that we were in. Too many people there. Too many people.
0: Absolutely. So we're sending that off to Selena, and Selena's our daughter. We're going to get her to do some edits. She's going to do some really cool, like, intro music. She's really good at that stuff, so I can't wait to see what she does with it. So expect to see that here in the next couple of days. I'm excited. I want it to drop, like, right now, but uh, we'll let you guys know when it does. Uh, Her name is Jennifer Kessie. Jennifer Kessie. She went missing in 2006 uh January 24th 2006 and uh basically she was at her condo where she was living uh her family and her boyfriend were in different locations at the time and uh basically what happened was she vanished and uh they f- saw they have one like small video of a person getting out of her vehicle about a mile away from where she actually lived the next day And around noon is what I think I had read. But we will talk more about that case uh, on on TikTok and on the podcast later on, and Kate, I do see your question about Kaylee Anthony, so um, first and foremost, tonight, there are three topics, that was just the first thing we wanted to let you guys know, but we're going to be covering three things tonight, which is from what we talked about last week, which is Natalie Holloway, that's that's uh, case number one we're talking about tonight, we're also going to be talking about uh, Alicia Navarro, the whole thing that just happened today, which is wild, that wasn't even something we were going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about it now, because holy hell, and and then the third thing we're going to talk about is Kaylee Anthony's supposed father that has come onto TikTok and now is on a podcast. So much to talk about. So let's get started. Um, now, the first thing I want to talk about is going to be the Natalie Holloway situation. Um, now, as of June twenty, sorry, June eighth, two thousand and twenty-three. Vandersloot, which is what I'll be calling him because I don't even want to associate him with his whole name, uh, was extradited from Peru to the U.S., uh, landing in Birmingham Airport in Birmingham, Alabama, just before 2.30 p.m., Um, After arriving in Birmingham, he was taken into the U.S. custody and transferred to the Hoover City Jail. And on June 9th, he was arraigned in federal court in Birmingham on the count of exoneration and one count of wire fraud against Bethany Holloway, Natalie Holloway's mother. And again, he ended up pleading not guilty, shocking, to each charge. Now, on October 18th, which was last week, guys... (laughs) In 2023, in a letter as part of a plea deal, Vandersloot had admitted to beating Holloway to death in on the Aruba Beach. Now, according to an interview transcript, Vandersloot bludgeoned her with a cinder block and disposed of her body in the ocean. Now, the judge sentenced Van der Sloot to 20 years on the charges, which will run concurrently with his existing Peru sentence. Now, Vandersloot's Sloot's interview, he did tell his attorney he got up and kicked Natalie Holloway extremely hard in the face. She was laying down unconsciously, possibly even uh, even dead, but definitely unconscious. Like what an asshole. Uh, Vandersloot said, according to his transcript, like, and of course, this was also leaked on the media, which I'm sure is even more devastating. I had a feeling, I wish I had come on here and talked to you guys about it earlier. I just haven't had the time, but I just had a feeling that this case was going, this um, audio was going to be leaked at some point as well. Now, obviously the mom, mom has come forward and said that she got what she wanted was to find out where he had put her and you know um i'm i feel like he left out a lot of details I feel like he was beyond gray, uh, beyond vague with this situation. Like, dude, I did a better job on my podcast episode giving a description of what took place than you did. And it just shows that he has no empathy, no remorse. Like, I see that before he did this confession, he was like really, really pushed. Like they were because I see that he was bragging to his inmates. Um, I'm assuming in Peru is what I'm feeling about how he killed this one and killed that one. Like I see that he would get off and talking about the details. So, That's what he was doing over there. So obviously they had heard him, and I think he did it a little bit here as well. So I feel like he could have given her the same respect and just opened up more. Um, He decided not to pull in the other information that I had said, but there was definitely more involved. But yes, sadly, he did put her in the water. So I do believe he gave her the gist of the story, but just not enough. He does suck. He does suck.
1: He is a disgusting pig. I'm with you. I hope karma bites him right in the ass. Absolutely. Right? It's been 20 years. Like, come on, dude. Just say something. Just say anything to... Uh, this family to just you know give them the full story so they could put you know this to rest and they can finally you know have some closure, move on from this tragic situation, and uh you know maybe do something else, channel that like that's like the end part of grief, right? Is like accepting and moving on, and you know you start you know moving in that uh better direction with you know <clears throat> your your lost loved one. I thought he was in South America, but I thought Maddie was in America and was in Europe. What, Jackie? Oh, uh,
0: he was, uh, he, Vandersloot, you're referring to? Vandersloot's the one in Natalie Holloway's case. Um, good question. Do you think Natalie haunts him? Uh, from what I've got from Natalie, I haven't really, Natalie and I don't have like a very open relationship. She's not one to communicate with mediums too much. Um, I'm not her flavor, I guess, uh, which is totally fine. But she gave me what she needed to give me. Um, I haven't been able to communicate with her since. Um, I haven't tried either, though. I've been really, really busy. But from what she had told me previously, she doesn't even waste her time on him. Um, He even if she like popped into his dreams, he's the kind of person that would get off on it. Like he doesn't have like a fear of her haunting him. Like, so she's not even going to acknowledge it because in reality, it's more perversion. So um, there are other things that I pick up on from this guy that he is afraid of. So being in prison I feel like this particular prison he's going to end up in, because I know he's in Alabama right now, but I do feel like a transfer will take place, and I'm feeling like he's going to have a pretty bad time in prison. Um, in fact, I feel like he's going to be treated pretty poorly. So he will get karma there, and um, don't drop the soap. That's all I got to say there. So he's he's got a lot going on there. and he is not getting out. I feel like he's going to be there for life. I'm and I I also feel as though he, yes, he killed the two women, but I feel like he's killed other people and perhaps it may come to light at some point as well. So I'm I'm thinking he's going to stay in prison. Don't drop the soap. Ah, yes. Alabama. Yes, exactly. I'm glad her family has answers but I wish they would put her to rest meaning her body I totally get that and they may try to do like a small search there, like just to kind of appease the family, maybe as like um you know, hey, now that we know this information, we'll give it one more go, but if i'm going to be completely honest, like I feel like her body just got lifted away into that like Bermuda triangle area, and I just feel like it's not going to be found sadly i i I hope that i'm I'm wrong on that, but it's just something I'm feeling. Um, But with that being said, I do feel like mom is going to maybe do a more um, in-depth interview at some point, maybe a book slash interview where she will talk about her own personal feelings about this. Um, Yeah, there's also going to be some financial compensation coming her way as well. Just not sure what direction.
1: (sighs) Any other questions? Right right jackie i agree anybody who does sadly get put in the water and especially such a long time ago 20 years later like you're not gonna find really anything like um you know there's there's sharks and there's whales and plankton and all kinds of wild you know fish life down there and they're gonna eat away at everything everything um you know, and there there may even be some sort of, you know, animal down there that's going to eat the bones, too, you know? So that's just the sad part about when you put a body in water. And they do it for that reason, because, you know, the ocean is one of the biggest graveyards, sadly. what they say uh, that there's more bodies buried in the ocean than actually in cemeteries, like on the ground.
0: I still don't understand why he kept being an ass. I would think after all these years he would have felt a little bit of guilt. None, none. He he's a different like. There are spirits. But there are yeah. There's there,
1: killers yeah. don't have no umbrella. Yeah,
0: he's one of them. He really is. So it's it's disgusting, actually. Um, but don't worry, karma's coming for him. I, I can feel it pretty significantly. So, alrighty.
1: Right, Miss DIY. It's, it is scary to think of that, but you got to think of like a lot of like mobs and certain, you know, people out there. That's definitely how they would dispose of and make you disappear. Like throwing you in any sort of body of water, you're gone. Like,
0: all righty. Now we're going to be moving.
1: Or <laughs> <We're> tigers.
0: <laughs> tigers, right, though? Not to talk about any tigers, but anyway. Why was Carol Baskin on the villain house? Just saying. Anyway.
1: Because she's like one of the world's biggest villains, but she couldn't actually be in the house because you know she can't leave. Yes, the but there, take... she doesn't want somebody to okay. take okay. the tiger. And okay. Do okay. Okay. Sort of but
0: the villains on that show are villains because like they cheated or like they're 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 like a uh, mean and fighting people or just super dramatic and like getting in people's faces, not because they killed and and everyone.
1: Cause, and causing <laughs> and causing problems. Anyway,
0: I just feel like that was I was annoyed by that, but. She-
1: well, she's on there because of Joe. Joe Exotic. That because of her fight with Joe Exotic, she's like the ultimate villain. She got him put in jail, like, over a threat that he didn't actually make. And Dude's in jail for a long time. Like, that's why she's the ultimate OG villain.
0: Gosh. I thought Omarosa was bad. Anyway, okay. Now we're heading into uh, the next thing. Now, obviously, this was like a case that. Holy hell, couldn't believe how many details I got on that TikTok with Alicia Navarro. Oof, the girl and I are connected some way. I don't know how, I don't know where and why, but we are connected. But anyways, in case you guys haven't seen this today. Now, the, remember a few months back when Alicia Navarro came back? She went to the you know, police station. Hey, I'm not missing, blah, blah, blah. She had her boyfriend. <laughs> well, he was arrested today on child sexual abuse charges uh, for explicit images found on his cell phone now the photos were found on his phone allegedly belonging to edmund davis now while the investigators were searching um, the apartment in july for evidence for alicia navarro's case according to the attorney general navarro was obviously 14 when she disappeared concerns. The phone had images of children that were 12 years of age or younger engaging in sexual conduct. Actually, like or it was actual sexual conduct and like stimulated, like according to the charge, the charging documents in this case, they listed another victim who is also under the age of 16. He has been charged with two felony, felony counts of sexual abuse of children um, and there were over. 80 images on his phone. Authorities said that nine of the images received a maturity read, rating from Phoenix Children's Hospital and it was determined that seven of those pictures were rated of children under the age of 13 and two contained children under the age of five. Now the document describes graphic images saying that they found on Davis's cell phone as well as the laptop and they described to be pregnant females and also young boys now there were also presence of other images of infants and toddlers as well like this guy is holy hell like uh. now obviously he was arrested today and i am so glad that he was arrested i i do believe that sadly this has been something that's been going on before Alicia came into his life. Um, obviously while he, she was there.
1: I mean, it will start somewhere. I mean, somewhere, right? Like it all has to start somewhere. And why do you think he eventually found a child to take? Alicia was under age too, when he had kidnapped her. And then he finally lets her go when she's of age to be like, I didn't kill her. She's alive. She's my lover. She loves me. I love her. Blah, blah, blah. It's okay. Like, Acted like, I can't even believe the way the world acted like this is just okay. This guy's like, I, I don't even understand, but I'm glad that he's finally caught with something. I think they were waiting to catch him on something to like kind of put him away for a long time. Like, so with all of this, you know, child porn on his phone found on his phone, he ain't getting out anytime soon. And hopefully uh, Alicia can get some sort of counseling and, you know, hopefully get some sort of help. Cause obviously she's in that um, you know Stockholm style relationship at this point. Like she's like, no, I love him. Like no, honey, like you, you don't know what love is. Somebody doesn't kidnap you and keep you hostage for years on. Well,
0: if I'm gonna be honest, um, from what I gather on this situation, obviously she's at a stunned point. She has no idea what the hell's going on. She wants to now get it. Like she's trying to get her life together. She thought she was in the relationship with the love of her life. Obviously he's not. Like these are just little things stunning her, but she was also in a very controlled situation. So inside Alicia's heart, I feel like there's a little bit of relief. And I do see that now that this is all done, there are going to be charges against him, against her because she will come forward. And, um, I do feel like it's so crazy, like this guy, you can tell he just doesn't use his brain. He obviously knows the legal ages of how old people should be when they're allowed to be together, like as long as she's of legal age, like, but he didn't realize is that he, he was outing himself, number one, and number two, she's going to now let everybody know what actually took place and I feel like this kid's going to get uh, an interview now when she's alone at some point. I don't think it's going to happen now. I feel like it's going to happen in maybe like five, six years, like when she's a little bit more mature, when she's had the mental health check, when she's in a better place mentally. I think she'll be in a healthy relationship. She might even have a child, but I do feel like there's going to be a lot involved there and Oh my God, can
1: there's going to be a movie? About honest you.
0: to God, but there's also something else I want to talk about. That's freaking the shit out of me, but I don't know if this is just, um, okay, let me explain. I feel like she was either a pregnant or B she's currently pregnant. So I don't know what direction it has gone into. I don't know. Maybe she'll have a miscarriage off this. Who knows? But I feel like she's pregnant, but thank God that she is no longer going to be in this guy's household because imagine when he would do that child. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm so, I was scared for this kid. So that's,
1: I mean, right though. Um, She's, she's how old now? Like 18 now? I think she's 18, 19,
0: something along those lines.
1: Yes. Uh, Miss DIY. Yeah. She's like 18, 19. She's of age to be, to be able to be doing sorts of acts, which is probably another reason why, unfortunately, um, pedophiles usually have a specific age range that they do go for so it's no surprise that you know now she's 18 19 she's out of his age range he's not interested in her anymore he's interested in children he's interested in young young children which is why when he initially took her she was uh underage he could get in major trouble like it's like the forbidden fruit you're not supposed to do that and he likes that so now he's like goodbye Alicia you're too old for me now so he's gonna come out and be like oh see look I didn't do nothing to her blah 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 like so he wouldn't get the death penalty or something like that for like killing her or something but I do hope I agree Serena I hope he drops the soap and I hope a big spiked baseball bat goes right up well
0: I I'm gonna say what I feel this way. Now, I do feel like he's going to get out on bond at some point, like he will have some time off. This may be the time that he tries to continue to groom her a little bit. I don't know 100%. It's still unclear to me. But I do feel like once he does go to jail, we're going to find out a whole heck of a lot more. So yes, they've told the public all of this information imagine what they haven't told the public okay there are some really effed up things that are going to come to light with this situation even more so
1: well miss diy i think yeah obviously he hopes she's not going to talk but she's definitely going to talk and then i sadly feel like he's going to regret letting her go uh just because his life is going to become a living hell which he deserves uh absolutely deserves the life of hell at this point in time he is a bastard it is it's really sad i really hope she gets the help that she needs i really hope that she does talk i hope that she gets it all out there um sadly like if anybody remembers the movie um now i can't think of the movie and i literally just had it in my head it was uh the cleveland cleveland kidnapping or something like that anyways um they reenacted this woman's story and like you know she got kidnapped by a guy he did all kinds of stuff he ended up kidnapping another girl and another girl and he had three girls chained in his house and like he got one of them well he got two of them pregnant he beat the other one and made her have a miscarriage and uh the other one he made her have the child um and then they were all like in this house they ended up getting free Amanda Berry? I'm sorry, guys. I'm just reading this. Yeah, yep. And it's just, it's it's kind of like that situation. They're going to probably make a movie about this with Alicia because uh, that's just what the world does. To know? warn kids. Yep, he had it for 13 years. To, w- yep. to warn kids, you know, to not do this. Don't... You don't go out there and like, you know, this girl lost her son over this situation. Like she got kidnapped yeah. and couldn't even go get her a lifetime get that, made for T V movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're going to do for this girl, because it's one of those crazy, bizarre situations where this girl, you know, gets upset at her family and she wants to run away because this guy's talking to her and all this other stuff. And you're starting to see it more often. I just saw actually recently, this guy just got charged with like 80 years in prison because he tried to pick up this like five-year-old off of roadblocks. And that's another thing, like parents like choose to you know, put their kids in front of a lot of electronics now, like video games, like online games, like Roblox and stuff like that. And you could be anybody in Roblox. Like, and then they start messaging your kid and asking. I remember even when I was with my ex, this, a situation happened. This guy was asking my ex's kid, Oh, where are you from? I'm from here. I'm this old, acting like he's like 13. He was like, I'm 13 too. And she was 13 at the time. And then all of a sudden I walk in the living room, I'm like, Who are you talking to? And she's like, I'm talking to my friend. His name is Eddie, and he's on roadblocks, and he's 13 like me, and he lives here. I'm like, there ain't no Eddie who lives nowhere and no 13 years old asking you for you no address. Block parental controls on right then and there at that moment. You're not getting my child over my dead body.
0: (laughs) Well, baby, I love your uh, passion there, but I agree. Yes, (laughs) it's not there yet, but that's scary, right, right? Alrighty. Um, but that's basically what I see on that side of things. So Alicia, we are with you, girl. I hope things go better for you. Um sad to see all this, but you're a strong chick. I, I can feel it. Like you are you are strong. There's a strong energy, there's a connection between the two of us. So I feel like, girl, if you ever want to talk, I'm here. We can talk. We can talk it out. I definitely think we do need to.
1: Anyways, alrighty. Um, Serena Joy, I'm not actually sure uh, what the fan club is. I, I, I'm i not really too 100% positive what that fan club thing is. A few people do it. I, I just don't know what it is. So I can't really explain it. Okay. So
0: next topic is the thing that just popped up last night. I told you, like we had all these spooky ideas for today. Cause you know, Halloween, spooky season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately we just didn't have the, the leisure to be able to do it today because there was so much going on. So the next thing was Amanda from our mods decided to, to send me a, a link saying, Hey, check this out. So I clicked the link and it took me to a TikTok account and the person's information came up as Kaylee Anthony's father. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I started listening and sadly I got there really late and I did not get the opportunity to really see much of anything. However, during that live there was a woman who came on who said, okay, we got this podcast episode coming now. Uh, thank you for it being on the the show. We appreciate it. So I took notes and I went searching today and I found the podcast with him. So if you guys want to listen, the podcast is called Little Bit of Life and it says American Murder Mystery. It's the last episode recently. It's like a 52-minute episode and where he does a podcast and talks about his storyline, his timeline, all that jazz. After I had gotten off that live, like I said, it was very short. I ended up going and searching up because somebody came in the live and was like, there's another group of people that are talking about you, like some of your mods have turned on you. And as soon as the live ended. I was like, "Oh my god, what the hell is she talking about?" So I looked up Kaylee Anthony's father on TikTok, and I stumbled upon the group where there were a few women who had become mods for his um, his page, his TikTok page, and they decided that they were going to pull the plug. They only did this to kind of get info. I don't really know all the info that they got. I don't know if it's valid. I don't know any of these things, but I will go over what I had seen. These women were saying that this guy is coming forward for clout. Uh, He is not Kaylee's father because of the timeline. He's Apparently he's not interested in doing a uh, paternity test uh, to find out. Um, There's like a whole bunch of things. And apparently he has like a GoFundMe page where he's asking people for money or something and um, even on the live he was doing he kept saying I'm doing this for free I'm doing for this for free so now I'm thinking it's because of like what the mods are all kind of saying in this one group but anyways, um, I decided today to go and listen to this uh, podcast episode. I didn't get to listen to all of it. I've only gotten in about 10, 15 minutes, sadly, because I had so much going on today. Uh, so I was able to determine that he he doesn't think he's Kaylee Anthony's father. He thinks that he could potentially be Kaylee Anthony's father. So he doesn't claim
1: Well. From what you were listening to last night and what you were listening to earlier, um, this guy, I mean, he just seems to keep talking in circles, though, a lot of times. Like, he just keeps repeating himself over and over again, saying the same things. So, I mean, I think you've pretty much listened to it all. he uh, It's, like, just cut and dry at this point. It's, like, he tells a story, like, I was with... Casey from this time to this time we were here we were at this place we did obviously have intercourse like whatever so I could put right she wasn't pregnant at the time we were talking or we were together but you know who's to say that she didn't get pregnant you know he was like I don't know Uh she never came to him and said anything either he said that like she never came to me and said that I was the father or could be the father he's just like I remember being with her so potential and you know end of story i remember
0: talking about how i thought there were could potentially be like nine ten potential fathers when it comes to kaylee anthony's dad but i think i also mentioned that dude was going to come out of the woodworks one day did i not i'm pretty sure he said that i haven't listened to the episode i'm pretty
1: sure you said that but the thing is with this guy though is like he does say the one thing he says that really bothers me in in what you were listening to last night was like oh i um Want justice for Kaylee, but then turns around and says, "I don't want to give a paternity test." And what the fuck do you actually want? Like, cause you really don't want no justice for her, because wouldn't you want to know if this was your child or not? Like, you know, and do something more. Like, yeah, I just don't get it. That sounds a little. That sounds a little fishy and crazy to me. And that's why I feel like a lot of people were saying that he is. Just trying to get clout. Like, that's what I feel like. Because if you're not going to actually do anything to help, how is you coming out and saying, oh, I, I could potentially be the father, but don't want to? Go forth and get a paternity test to prove it or not.
0: Because then, at that point, if that if we 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 cut it all off and stop the questions, and then we actually have the proof, then we stop talking about him because he becomes irrelevant. He just becomes another person that Kaylee Anthony just, uh, sorry, Casey Anthony just so happened to have sex with at the time that she you know was sleeping around all over the place. So. I I agree with that completely. So now I wanted to kind of just talk about what I feel on this situation with him. So no, I do not feel like he is Kaylee Anthony's father. I also believe that deep down inside, he doesn't feel it either. I think that more so than anything else his friends were like hey isn't that the girl that you hooked up with uh, you know a few months back and he was like yeah yeah and then because of that he got involved in this case and had been watching from the sidelines but never had any intentions to come forward and then I think a few people were like you know now that Casey has put this documentary out there it's probably a good time to talk maybe you can get some money out of this you know what I mean like I really feel like dude is just coming after the clout aspect for sure I, I I I'm not defending him. And he
1: does, he does admit, exactly, this is, there is so many lies, I don't believe anything until somebody takes a DNA test, but the thing is, is like, he does admit in there that they both were 19, what did we all do when we were 19? Everybody hooked up with everybody at 19, so yeah. (laughs) <laughs> right, young, dumb, and full of cum, my motto for all these young kids out there, like, that's that's how everybody is, and when you're 19, she slept around, he slept around, they slept around, and so, yeah, potentially there could be, like, eight people, but Kay, uh, Casey never came forward and ever told anybody who the father was, because she was like, I honestly don't know. So it's like, unless one of these guys want to come forward like this guy did and actually help by doing a paternity test, nobody will ever know who the father was.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So to me, I I feel like dude is never going to try to take a paternity test he's just going to keep on keep on but people are going to forget about him in a few weeks um, I do feel like he'll fall off the map eventually as well and I do feel like they're going to catch him on something somebody is going to catch a lie somewhere a, a piece of his story that doesn't make sense something is going to like come out and then I think he's just going to kind of go back in his little cave where he came out of But now with that, absolutely. now with that being said though I do not feel as though this is the end of the Kaylee Anthony daddy saga. I feel like there is going to be another man that does come forward, willing to take a paternity test, will go forward and do so. I feel like there may even be a family member to help him out there, maybe mom, but I do see that something will transpire at some point. And um, the other thing he mentioned on the podcast that I caught is that apparently they were talking at some point somebody was talking about Kaylee Anthony's like baby shower and how she had a baby shower after the after she was born. I think we already talked about that on the podcast as well, because the reason that they did not have a baby shower before the baby was born was because it was a sham. It was a shame. Nobody wanted her, nobody even wanted to acknowledge the fact that she was pregnant. So they all hid it because it goes against their, you know, rules there, right? So anyways, I feel as though this guy that does end up coming forward is, he isn't going to be bad, but I, I feel like when he does come forward, there's going to be like really good reason as to why he is he didn't come forward first and i really don't see him trying to obtain any kind of clout i feel like the resemblance as well will be uncanny
1: i agree danielle even if someone comes out as her dad like how does it help it doesn't really help anything um i think another big reason why this guy doesn't want to do a paternity test is because he doesn't want to be linked to the case in some way or kaylee's death in some way um yes uh miss diy if the father decides to want to sue civilly they can but as jackie said like why would they do that like she has nothing she has no money she has nothing i mean i guess it would send her back to prison because she can't pay for the she couldn't pay for it but i mean it's very unlikely she'll probably just her parents will probably bail her out like they always do um and she'll just get out like and off on
0: that, uh, to answer your question, Ms. DIY, I believe from what I've 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 learned doing case stuff is that when somebody's body is found, they normally keep some DNA, so that just in case they need the DNA
1: for something
0: like this, they, yeah, they, do, they keep. They it. do
1: have some. Yeah, so any case. Uh, here in the US, I don't know how Canada works, but here in the US, anything like that, like Kaylee Anthony's case, anything will have her DNA, just like they have, they still have John Benet's, uh dna they have maddie mccann's dna like anything that the parents could give them of that would have their dna like a toothbrush a hairbrush anything they have like hair anything they keep the all that evidence keep all of that dna locked away and in case something happens or comes forward at some point in time they have something to match it to so they do have kaylee's dna and they can take his blood match it to hers and if it matches it matches if not it, it wouldn't that's how they were able to find out this girl who was claiming to be maddie mccann they took her dna they matched it to the dna sample that they've gotten from maddie mccann's parents probably a hairbrush toothbrush something she left behind and it was a no match so that's how they were able to determine that
0: but yeah so lots and lots of crazy shit going on in the media i'll tell (laughs) you Another person I loathe. Oh gosh, me too. I cannot stand, stand her in any capacity. Yep, and they can do DNA with family members as well. You are absolutely correct, Danielle. That is also an option too. Um but yeah, that is basically what we had for today. I know. Um I I wish I had more for you guys. I I uh really have been really busy this last week, but um that was basically it, and uh, I'm still recovering from an injury, although today, my arm has actually felt better today than it actually ever has in the last, like, four weeks, so that is saying something. I'm, I'm really happy about that. Uh, you know, we had somebody on our TikTok <laughs> accusing me <laughs> of switching arms with um, my uh, sling.
1: That's what Jackie just said. So good. You want to wear your sling on the wrong.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> they, I guess they didn't realize that the cameras change. Like if you've got the front angle camera or the back angle camera, there does, there is a change in that. But, you know. Everybody's
1: asking about, Everybody's asking about our new doll, Drusilla. Ah, Drusilla. <laughs> oh, they want to know about her. She's actually pretty talkative. Like she will tell you her thoughts all the time. Like we know instantly, like. Earlier, we took her with us because the one day we left her home, and I'm like, I can feel her. She is (laughs) pissed that we did not take her. Like she wants to go on adventures, and we promised her to take her on everywhere we go, and we didn't take her. So when we got home, we spent some extra time with her to let her know, like, hey, we're thinking of you. We're not mad at you. Like, sorry for not taking you. So we took her today on our adventure out and about to do this case thing. She thoroughly enjoyed that. She thoroughly enjoyed looking at the scenery all around. (laughs) Um she's never been here so she's she's like wow this is crazy. She's also not happy how hot it is uh for this time of year so she's a little annoyed by that I know that. <laughs> but she's very talkative. She she talks
0: Well, okay, so I'll give you a little update on Drusilla. That's right. Last live, I did say that we would have this doll by the next live. Um, So if you guys were not on my live or haven't watched the TikToks, but basically I went on, after we did this live, I had somebody message me on on Facebook. It was like five o'clock in the morning and I look at this message and the girl's like, there's a doll that's haunted supposedly on Amazon. And I'm like, what? And so I'm like, Click, download, bot Like, Landon, it wasn't even 5.30 in the morning, and I already had her bought, and I was so excited. So um, as soon as I bought her, uh, she ended up coming to us on Saturday. Now, before she came, I felt energy, but all I kept feeling is my name is not Lily. My name is not Lily. And I'm like, okay, so her name's not Lily. That's great. So when she got here, she just spewed off a bunch of information. Um, she had told me that she was 29, 28, 29. when she died, she was born December 2nd, uh, 1984. I believe is what she told me. Uh, She told me that she loves uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That is her favorite thing to watch. Um, So if we do ever leave her home, apparently running the Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the background would not be make her angry. (laughs) Um, She absolutely loves the character Drusilla. So she has, like, named herself Drusilla. I don't believe that was her life name. She said she wasn't cool like that. It was something boring. I'm going to say it's women in the realm of Lisa. I keep hearing Lisa. So she might be trying to keep that for information from me, but I got you, girl. Um, <laughs> she loves being on video camera. She used to be artistic, so she says, "If you leave paper and a crayon out, if we have to leave her behind, like she said that would be maybe something she could do so i'm I'm gonna try that out one day with her. I want to get to know her a little bit better. Um, she is a scorned
1: Rachel says no, both of my exes were born on December second. Send her back. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God, that's hilarious that she's a Sagittarius. Uh, so, yes, that's an interesting for sure. Um, but anyways, she's a scorned woman. Uh, apparently, her boyfriend had murdered her. Now, she's not angry with being murdered. Nope. But she is angry that he has a new woman and she calls her Stella Stella Hair Flipper. Um, I don't think that it's her real name. Uh I think that's just the name that she's given herself. (laughs) Or like she's given her, like she seems to name people things, but she did give me a little clue that uh she hates the name Ryan Jesse. So I'm gonna assume Ryan Jesse is the boyfriend. No idea how he killed her. We haven't got that far yet. Uh apparently it's too painful to talk about right now, but one day she will. Uh she doesn't she doesn't like birds, cats, or monkeys. Uh Riddle has a monkey uh stuffy and she does not like it at all. In fact, she does not want to be alone with it in any capacity. Um yeah, she has a pumpkin uh a pumpkin basket for a bed because that's what she wanted and she just chills in there. Uh she likes to sleep in. And uh, she's a very active night spirit. And for your earlier question on how one gets connected, so apparently from what she told me, this I learned something new every time I have an interaction with a spirit. I, I think I'm going crazy sometimes, but she told me that you can kind of like sign up to be attached to a doll. It's it's. It's not always that way like you can attach yourself to a doll apparently easily especially if you're a child. Children connect to dolls very much, but if you're an adult spirit and you've died, you can also connect to to uh toys if you want to or haunted dolls. So
1: well it makes it makes sense, you know, like um kids definitely would be more attracted to uh, connecting to a toy because when they pass on they're still a kid, so like a doll or a a train or toy anything like that um adults like yeah but Jackie I know like uh, there's a lot of scorn women but I mean this girl was murdered man like and the thing that gets me is like she's not even mad about being murdered I'd be so pissed like I would attach myself to a doll and find my way back to who, who fucking killed me that's what I'd be using. Well but she's cool though she's she's really cool like She's she's chill, uh, Serena. I'd like to attach myself to some chocolate. Me too. Yeah, attach myself to some
0: chocolate too. Um, <laughs> I uh, we believe that we will be led in the direction of where this Ryan Jesse is at some point. So we will guy- we will give you guys that information because um, she knows that we're going to be traveling and we're going to be going all over the states little by little so she knows we're doing all of that so she's excited so we'll see where we end well, up that's
1: why i said she purposely I think picked so. us we had someone in our uh someone in our tiktok ask us that when we were on tiktok when we did get her and they were like oh uh do you think she picked you? I said that from the very first day, from the very beginning, after Liz got her story about her boyfriend murdering her and everything, I was like, yep, that's exactly why she picked us. She purposely picked us because of what we do and how we're traveling right now. She's like, hell yeah, I'm going to hitch a ride and I'm going to go find Ryan Jesse. That's what I'm going to do. And yeah, I would definitely be like Chucky. Absolutely. Like he gets away with, he's in the white house right now. Like, come on, (laughs) like who wouldn't want to, that seems like the life. You can go around for free, go do whatever you want to do. Drusilla's doing it. She's living her life. She's like, oh, I've never been this far. She's never been out of her hometown.
0: <laughs> She's no Chucky hasn't. Chucky's not with us. Chucky's with Catherine.
1: Chucky is ca- getting, yeah, hanging yeah, Chucky out at and Catherine's and house. Tiffany are both with. Catherine yeah, right um, they're in the same. The,
0: the same only. <laughs> <laughs> the only um dolls that she can hang out with are Annabelle which Annabelle isn't I don't hear anything from Annabelle she's she's just um a freaky doll at the moment no spirits have caught on to her yet maybe they will maybe some will just fly by like a bus we need to
1: take Annabelle we need to take Annabelle to the cemetery
0: I am not taking Annabelle to the
1: cemetery I'm taking Annabelle to the cemetery okay well
0: you have fun with that um I'll stay home leave Annabelle at the cemetery um but anyways uh and then the other the other doll is Kaylee the Kaylee doll because Kaylee's Kaylee Anthony's uh attachment to this doll so anytime I want to talk to Kaylee this doll I I hold it and then she'll come running which I haven't even talked to her about this because I don't think she doesn't need really need to care about it um and then we also have a a doll named Jetty
1: Yep. Jetty. I was about to say, we have Jetty too. She can hang out with Jetty, but, um, there's a few dolls that there's a few dolls here. Jetty and Kaylee both have something attached to them. Obviously Jetty is from, uh, he's from Nigeria and he was really into soccer and he was a little kid. Um, I think he, I think he passed due to like the, uh, AIDS epidemic, uh, that happened over there and sadly so he's like attached to this now so there we have a couple and then Kaylee what's, Anthony is attached to one of what's our-
0: crazy is, is I wonder how he ended up there um in Newfoundland apparently,
1: apparently he came to apparently he came to Canada and died in Canada that's what he told me all right He was there, like, he came over there on some sort of soccer, like, he was doing, like, something soccer-related. I don't know if it was, like, a scholarship or something, and then...
0: I had no idea this this doll talked to you at all, actually. Talks to me (laughs) all but And you didn't share that
1: because... (laughs) I don't know. I thought maybe he told you his story himself.
0: No! not at all i haven't even i didn't even know i knew that there was a spirit by the name of jetty that was attached to him but that's all
1: i knew um i don't i don't really think spirits i mean they might be able to jump dolla doll but usually they try to stay with the one that they're attached to the most um and i mean if you if you know the story annabelle like i would think that the original Raggedy Ann doll that uh, has the spirit Annabelle attached to it. I feel like she would be able to jump out of that spirit, out of that doll and go to another one, but she's not. She's been stuck inside this box in a museum. So,
0: uh, But we will also talk about Raggedy Ann, a.k.a. Annabelle at some point. I had no idea there was a correlation until recently, so I cannot wait to dive into that situation. Apparently, I'm missing everything.
1: (laughs) I mean, I I have done so much research on this stuff because I am, like, a true love horror, love anything freaky like that. Like, and especially because of, like, partial of my household upbringing, like, being Roman Catholic. Like, you definitely, like, question everything. Exorcisms are, like, the one thing and, like... Entities, poltergeist, all that stuff. Like I'm so fascinated by that stuff. So I love all that. And you know, who doesn't love uh, you know, little freaky stories? <laughs> and a little freaky item to come along with it.
0: Right. <laughs> well, guys, I think that's about it for today. We'll give you more information later. Thanks,
1: Jackie. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I thank you guys for coming. I want to go visit the museum that Annabelle's at. Absolutely. I want
0: to. Go we there. will try. All right, guys, have a wonderful night. And uh, oh, this week we are dropping. What are we dropping? Oh, right. The body on Somerton Beach, Um, that was let's let me just quickly before we go talk about that for a brief moment. That was a difficult case to do. Like, wow, I had such a hard time with that. I haven't had a hard time with a case in a while, but this one was a little difficult to crack. I'm going to blame it on the age of, of this case and also.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's pretty old and I was like I was shocked that you even were able to pull his spirit forward. I know it was hard to do, but like I was like let's see cuz everybody's like how far back can you go? So it's like this one was really far back. Let's see if this dude's still around.
0: Right? Um I he he was actually not even the main spirit that I talked to too much actually. The person I spoke to drum roll, please. (laughs) Oh, hold on. Let me get the drum roll. Do I actually have the drum roll? I do have the drum roll. God, that would have been so good if I had actually done it. (laughs) Was his killer. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, snap. That is who we spoke to. He, He was very flighty. In fact... I really hate speaking to male spirits sometimes. Not the kids. The kids are great. Even the young adults. But the older, between 45 and 75 years old, I have a real hard time. For some reason, they are super flighty. They drive me nuts. The The, the older male generation <laughs> spirits drive me insane. Anyways, he had no interest in anything of what I was saying. He wanted to know about the most ridiculous, unnecessary things. And I had to keep saying... All right, let's get back on track, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. And then I dropped him. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Oh, you killed him. Excellent. You're willing to talk to me? Cool. Um, All right, we got this. So that's kind of how that happened.
1: (laughs) That's right, Jackie. You heard that right. You do not have corn in your ears. She spoke to the (laughs) Because dudes, for some reason, like little boys, totally talkative, fine, most of the Even young guys. Or they're not talkative. And younger guys, absolutely, but for some reason, like, old guys flighty, because they're, like, you know, they're midlife crisis, and they're like, I gotta go off and do my own thing, you know.
0: Oh, God, he drove me crazy. But anyways, it's, it's, the episode is done, so that'll be out on Friday, and then for a special episode. We will be doing an episode on Halloween. It is an exorcism episode. I literally cannot wait. Um, just so you guys have a little bit of background on that. Uh, basically, this type of case that we're covering is um, in relation to the exorcist. And I, every time somebody talks about something exorcist related, they usually indicate that the soul is like taken to hell. But we're going to debunk that because that is absolutely inaccurate, and we're going to talk about what happens to people when they are under an exorcism—not an exorcism, sorry—under a trance of a demon. Like, what happens to them? Where, where did they go? Because that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. So, this is going to be really scary, but I cannot wait to dive in, and you guys will enjoy it too. All
1: right, guys. That's all we got.
0: bye guys